The Gone Girl Show, Episode 3, Eating for God's Glory, Part 1. In this episode, we discuss how our faith and diet are connected with our guest, Laura, plus keys to eating healthy. Welcome to the Go and Grow Show with Bree and Fee, a podcast created to help you unplug from pop culture into Christ. Happy New Year, C. Happy New Year, Bree, and happy 2016 to all our listeners. Happy New Year. I'm believing that 2016 is going to be an awesome, awesome year. Out with 2015, the old, in with the new of 2016. What do you think, Bree? Yes, I'm very excited about 2016. I know there's great things in store. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely, definitely. I'm definitely looking forward to the things that God has planned for us in 2016. Not just for you and not just for me, but for all our listeners, because we serve a God that does grow. We're believing that in 2016, each of us will be going and growing with Christ in 2016. Definitely. Yes. How was your week? It's going good. I wish it was a little warmer, but it gives me opportunity to wear my winter clothes at least a week or two. Yes, yes. I believe I do enjoy this cool weather that we've been having. For some of you that may be out of the state of Florida, maybe you're up north or you're in another country that has cold weather now, we're having a cold front in the state of Florida. Um, in the 50s, to us, it's pretty cool, so we get to break out our winter clothes. And I do enjoy doing that because there's a lot of cute outfits that you can wear in the wintertime. I wish that during Christmas holiday and Thanksgiving holiday, it was cool like this. But you know what? I'm thankful that the cool came in with the new year. So that's awesome. And I'm thankful for heat. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm thankful for heat too. Absolutely. I have our heater on right now as we speak. So me too. Some of you guys listening to us may be in another state with the heater on. So you stay warm and bundled and enjoy the show to, that we have set for you today. Well, one thing that I think is pretty interesting starting off in January is our president just recently had his last State of the Union address. And our president, for some of you that may be listening abroad, President Barack Obama is our president of the United States. And he just did his last State of the Union address. President Obama served two terms in the United States. And I did not get a chance to watch it. What about you, Bree? Did you get a chance to watch a State of the Union or the last State of the Union from the president? Unfortunately, I didn't. My church, they moved their Bible studies from Wednesdays to Tuesdays, so I wasn't home. But I'm, I will check online and see the highlights. I did see a lot of pictures of Michelle's dress. Everyone was talking about how, how gorgeous she looked. Oh, but, really? I didn't get a chance yeah. to see that. Well, I've got to check that. What color was her dress? Do you remember I think it was yellow, Ooh. like a, a nice shade of yellow. Okay. It's really pretty. Oh, I yeah. like yellow. I've got to look into that. Now, I did not get a chance to watch the last State of the Union address from President Obama. I had to attend a class, but I did get an opportunity to do a little bit of research and see what some pundits had to say about it. And it seems as if some people thought that the president was delivering some optimism for America's destiny and uh, he also addressed and discussed some of the poisoned political divide that he had to go through while in office and how he's tried to narrow that divide, but it continues to grow, unfortunately, under his presidency. One thing that I can say um, about our president, President Barack Obama, is 
you know, he did serve two terms, and I think he's a great pre- president. I really like what he attempted to do with health care reform. Being that I am in the healthcare field, I'm proud that he did sign a bill to help people get health insurance. Although there's a caveat to that, in the healthcare reform, some states had options to opt out of Medicaid expansion. And what that means is, for instance, in the state of Florida, our governor did not, Governor Rick Scott, for some of you that may not be in the U.S. or may not be in the state of Florida, he did not opt for Medicaid expansion. And for some that may not know what that means, that means that if you don't have a job that provides health insurance, or let's just say you're not making enough money where you can buy your health insurance, you would not be able to receive Medicaid. Medicaid is not offered in the state of Florida. What does that mean? Well, once you call the Obamacare or healthcare reform line, they have the marketplace that you can purchase insurance. For those that are uninsured in Florida, they may have to pay four fifty a month, four hundred and fifty dollars plus or a little less than that. And someone who is working at Denny's, working at FedEx, and I have some people in situations like that, that may be expensive. Whereas if you're in the state of New York or in the state of Georgia, those governors chose to agree to the Medicaid expansion. So a lot of those constituents or um, residents of that state get free or very affordable health care. It breaks my heart when I do run into a lot of Floridians that cannot afford health insurance. And with health, we want to talk about being healthy and eating. A lot of people who don't have health insurance may not have the means and funds to eat healthy. So I'm glad that on this show we got an opportunity to talk to someone who talks about being healthy and going and growing in 2016 with good health. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Bree? Yes, I'm very excited because we had our first ever guest on the show, Yay. my friend Laura. Yay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my friend Laura, she's a massage therapist, but she's also very passionate about eating healthy. And she's led several st- studies at her church on w- Rick Warren, who's a well-known pastor, um, his, on one of his books called The Daniel Plan. In our interview, we talked about how faith and eating healthy are connected and what eating healthy, um, what that allows us to do, how it allows us to fulfill our purposes to a better capacity. We also talked about what are the keys to eating healthy and why why it's important for us and why we should focus on not just foods, eating, whether we can eat or not eat certain foods, but we talk about the why because that's very important to change your mindset first before you make a law or saying can I or can I not eat at a certain place. So I really enjoyed the interview. It was good um, and fun uh, talking with Laura. So hopefully we you'll learn something. Pull out your your pen and and pen uh, pen and pad and take notes and hopefully you'll get something out of it also. Definitely, it was a great. In- We've got two sets for you. We'll, we'll have one segment. You get to, you know, get under the covers or put your um, thinking caps on and listen in to the interview that Bree did with the massage therapist and get some great insight and tips on how to stay healthy in 2016. So we'll give you part of that. And then in another episode, you get to listen to the rest of it. And it's phenomenal. I think you walk away with some great insight on how to stay healthy and, you know, how to make it fun and stay healthy in 2016. 
our body is the temple of Christ. We want to make sure we take care of that. And in the interview, they do talk about that. It was great. Excellent job, Bree. Thanks. Since it's a new year, I wanted to just um, share with the listeners a devotional out of Jesus Calling. It's a book that I find to be so sacred. It's Devotions for Every Day of the Year. It's by Sarah Young. Not sure if some of you heard it or not. Called Jesus, Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence. And I'm going to read out of one of the certs uh, out of the month of January. And I think we could use this for every day in 2016. Try to view each day as an adventure, carefully planned out by your guide. Instead of staring into the day that is ahead of you, attempting to program it according to your will, be attentive to me and to all I have prepared for you. Thank me for this day of life, recognizing that it is a precious, unrepeatable gift. Trust that I am with you each moment, whether you sense my presence or not. A thankful, trusting attitude helps you to see events in your life from my perspective. A life lived close to me will never be dull or predictable. Expect each day to contain surprises. Resist your tendency to search for the easiest route through the day. Be willing to follow wherever I lead, no matter how steep or treacherous the path before you. And First Peter 2, 21, chapter 2, verse 21. And I just wanted to share that with all the listeners as we are continuing in the year, brand new year of 2016. I hope that will be a blessing to all those that got an opportunity to hear this. Yes, thanks so much for sharing that. You are so welcome, Enjoy- Bree. <laughs> no problem. Enjoy the interview. Enjoy the interview. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first interview of the show. I am Bree. I'm here with our guest, Laura. We're going to be talking about eating for God's glory. We know a lot of people make resolutions to get in shape at the beginning of the year. The gym is always packed in January. And a part of getting in shape isn't just being in the gym, but it's also about what you put in your body, what you eat, what you drink. And Laura and I are going to expand a little more about how we can eat for God's glory and not just rely on going to the gym to get in shape. Laura is a massage therapist in Central Florida. Do you want to tell us a little more about you, Laura? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, first of all, Brie, I want to thank you for having a topic on health um, on your Go and Grow show and asking me to be a part of this podcast. It's really exciting. And this truly is one of my passions that people understand what healthy living looks like and clean eating. Um, my name is Laura Weaver. I've been a licensed massage therapist and um, actually practiced massage therapy for 14 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> but, um, but through my years of holistic healing, which basically just means helping the body heal itself, um, it's led me on a journey to truth about what God has intended for healthy living. And uh, I'm you know, looking forward to, to sharing that um, here today. So, Okay. Wow, 14 years. You must have... Uh, operating on a lot of people, working on a lot of people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I have That's definitely, me talking in tech terms there. <laughs> I've definitely rubbed out a lot of stress. Yeah, it's yeah. a very rewarding career. Um, you know, it's funny, um, you know, when I decided to do this career, I, I really never expected the impact it'd have on my life and mm-hmm. truly was like what God intended, intended for me. I mean, it was a perfect career. And he knew that he would get my attention in hours of silence mm-hmm. <laughs> in a room day in, day out. So he's really changed my life through, um, through this career. 
But, uh, you know, he's revealed a lot to me about myself, too. And mm-hmm. a lot of growth has taken place. So it's definitely a rewarding, rewarding job. I guess before we get a little too deep, I'll talk a little bit about how we met. A couple years ago, I was at a food truck rally, and I saw Laura walking around in her uh, Unashamed Tour uh, concert uh, from 2012. And... I went to that concert also. It was one of my first uh, Christian hip-hop concerts. I was just getting into the unashamed movement of Reach Records featuring artists with Lecrae and Tadashi and Trip Lee. Definitely uh, suggest for you to uh, listen to them if you haven't before. And I saw her with the shirt on. I said, hey, did you go to that concert? <laughs> I went there and it was really fun. And we kind of talked a little. And then I saw Laura again at the Reach Life conference in Orlando right sat down I'm like (laughs) I know you from somewhere and like you know you said Lakeland so it's just it's it's neat how God does that but what a cool journey it's always I always love seeing someone else that you know 116 or I'm ashamed of just just meeting other 116 family um because we know it's more than you know it's music it's it's a movement so it's cool to see uh, Mm -hmm. more and more um young people all ages really Mm -hmm. listening um to the music and, and getting getting spiritually fed through fun music that, you know. Yeah. And once once we saw each other in Orlando, I guess it was history. We started kind of meeting up more, seeing each other <laughs> no, at concerts. No, we're at all and, the concerts. Yeah. Always, I always hit you up to see if you're going to something yeah. before I go. Sometimes we carpool. Um, sometimes we just kind of go and meet up and we see each other again at the food truck rallies, getting the rapers. I would definitely also suggest you check out Arepas. <laughs> Nico's Arepas. This is definitely a plug for him. He's amazing, too. Yeah. yeah. Lakeland yeah. Flu Truck Rally, second Thursday of uh, every, every month. month. Yeah. yeah. Come out. Uh, tons of food trucks. But Nico's is always, he actually won number one that year, too. Number one. Yeah. But yeah. man, if you want an amazing Arepa uh, packed with goodness, get the Glatona. Yes. <laughs> you cannot go wrong. So, yeah. But it's also, a lot of fun. Even though we're talking about, we're talking about eating healthy. So. Yeah. <laughs> Don't eat it all the time. Eat it yes. in moderation. 90-10. We'll get into that. 90-10. So that's the 10% you can Yeah, when we, when we can indulge, we, yeah. we get a right Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so getting into our, our questions. What for you was your um, catalyst for saying, okay, I need to start eating healthy? What At what point in your life did you say, okay, this, this is when I need to start looking at what I eat and sure. being more um, mindful of it? Yeah, um, well, a little history um, about myself. I, I always struggled with my weight since I was young. Um, you know, yo-yo dieting was normal for me, um, probably definitely since high school, maybe even middle school. But, you know, I wasn't one of those that could eat anything and stay slim. So, you know, this began a long journey of fad diets, quick fixes. I mean, who hasn't tried hydroxyzine? I mean, come on, we all fall for those those quick fixes, um, and sometimes not eating. Um, I wouldn't say I struggle with a f- eating disorder, which I know many do, um, and uh, I know that's definitely a struggle. But, uh, you know, I definitely would go without eating, you know, just go, okay, I don't need to eat, um, and to work towards a body that, that I thought was acceptable to society. So, you know, after so after a few decades of this, my body just, you know, it doesn't work the same um, as age continued. Um, so, you know, at one point I even dealt with depression, anxiety that escalated. And at that point I, I, you know, I started asking questions. Um, you know, there had to be more than just a doctor, you know, prescribing me mm-hmm. a pill to calm me down or to, you know, make me feel like living. Um, there had to be more. And, uh, you know, that, that definitely was a part of my journey. It wasn't the beginning. I always like to look back on, on my past and see where I come, but you know, at a, a place I found myself 
in my life. I was 40 plus pounds overweight. And um, this was really after the anxiety and all that, you know, dealing with that. And I knew there, there was, there was a better life for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, God really put it on my heart at that end of 2013. Um, it, you know, it was like, it, it really, it really changed my life. Cause it was like, Laura, we we're going to get healthy. Um, you're going to lose this weight. And you know, I know you want more, but until we get past this, mm-hmm. then we're going to stay right here. Yeah. And I knew at that point that, you know, I, I had to, to, I had to put in my effort with him. I had to commit to this. So I knew he was willing to help me, but I was ready to do that. So, um, you know, that was the, the catalyst for me was like, I just, you know, I knew that I had more purpose in this life and, and, and I wanted to inspire and actually, uh, many years ago, I wanted to own a gym, um, and, uh, you know, really help people get to health. Um, and so it was a dream that I had let die a long time ago. And so, um, at my church, we talked about dream year and, um, you know, really kind of awakened those things in me this past year, actually year before. Um, so 2014 was a new year for me and I actually journaled January 3rd, said we're going to do this, you know, so, um, that was the beginning of this journey toward healthy healthy eating that's that's awesome for me I think it was when once I went to college I you know you grow up eating a certain way with your family you you have the soul food and the different things you eat drinking sodas every day once I got to college and got on my own it kind of let me really evaluate what I was getting on I was like buying my own food Mm um I was still around like my my roommates and other people but I kind of had the main the main decision of what what I was putting in my body and I kind of thought Am I eating this because I want to eat it or that's what I grew up eating, just what um, my family has taught me how, what to make and um, what to do with it. So I was like, I realized like, for example, with sodas, like I would drink sodas just because that's what my mom kept in the fridge when right. I was like in high school, when I was younger. So now I realized like, I didn't really like sodas. And I was like, the different things I was eating like and drinking, I was like, hey, I need to just think about like is this good for me? It kind of let me think more and more independently. I don't think I had gotten at that point to really think about like as, as a Christian yet, mm-hmm. but it's, that's, I think that's where my, my starting point was, which kind of leads into our next question. As, as Christians, how should that affect our, our diets, what we eat? And I don't want to necessarily use the word diet as a, a temporary thing you do, but just your diet as in your eating habits. Well, like that you, you said that, you know, I, I, First of all, we have to put aside that we're going on a diet. You know, diet should mean, did I eat today? Mm -hmm. So put a W for it. Say, what did I eat today? That's our diet because we don't want to get on a diet to lose 20 pounds and then a year later look back and go, oh, well, there it is again. Um, You know, we we need to eat food. And God gave us plenty of food to eat. So um, it's there for us. We just need more guidance in in what that looks like for us. So, yeah, you asked the question. is faith and our diet related? And, you know, I have to say, faith is the foundation of every part of our lives as a Christ follower. Um, you know, my journey with God, it's not been an easy one. And, you know, I've lost, I've lost, I've had pain, disappointment, failure, but, you know, that didn't mean I was going to walk away from my faith. And um, I held on to my faith because I wanted to please God. I wanted to honor Him with my whole life. And, you know, these past 10 years, I have grown to know what that looks like um, more clearly. And, you know, even though weight was an issue there, um, you know, there were many other issues that needed to be dealt with that God needed to heal, a compromise, um, you know, lack of purity in my choices. Um, and, you know, he's healed so many of those areas. And eating different, you know, was one of them. 
So, you know, he chips away. It's, you kind of think about how, you know, peeling of the onion, you know, if he fixed everything at one time, you know, yeah. we go, okay, God, I want to live for you. You know, okay, fix me. Um, you know, we come to him as we are, but yet that doesn't just, you know, everything doesn't just become better overnight. You know, it's a process. Right. It's definitely a journey and a process. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, he chipped away at those things to get me to this place. And um, I love the verse, 1 Corinthians 6.20. It says, honor God with, with our bodies. And, um, you know, the context of that scripture talks about it, of course, uh, sexual impurity and other things in that um, area. But, you know, we honor God with our, our body, with everything we do. And because, uh, you know, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Um, we are our own, you know, we're just vessels. We're on loan. And what we do with, you know, with these vessels, you know, that's what he honors. Um, so it's inside and out. And because of our love for him, you know, it beckons us to obey. And I feel like obedience means doing what he asks in every part of our lives. So, you know, yeah. that's our diet too, you know, our, our eating habits. Um, first, uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says, you know, take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Um, you know, this journey starts with changing our mind, you know, and, uh, you know, that changing our mind and taking a mental U-turn, you know, looking at things from a different perspective. And, you know, that should be God's perspective. If we can change our mind, you know, our behavior will follow. And I think that it starts there, you know, um, with, with our faith, like how can I honor God through this change I want to make? You know, mm -hmm. um, Romans 12, two says, you know, we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. So, um, you know, we can't be just transformed by an act of will. It, it has to be a changing of our thoughts and seeing things differently. So, you know, the only way we really can get there is through the word, you yeah. know, and, um, that's our guide. Yeah, definitely. As we we external, like our body is being changed by eating healthy, but our internal, we have to think about renewing our minds, renewing our not just our mind, but our mindset, as in how we think um, about certain things. As we grow spiritually, as we grow, as we eat, um, change what we eat. Like it's, it starts in our mind, and from there, yeah, it might show good on our our bodies. Like, but there are a lot of people who are in shape who might not know Christ. Exactly. There's a lot of skinny so, and healthy people, right, you know. I mean, right. and, and we as a society, we kind of get confused by that. We're like, oh, wow, look at them. Mm -hmm. But we don't know their physical health on the inside, you know. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of sickness that, and it seems like we see this more younger and younger and younger people, you know, um, from the foods we eat. So, you know, just because they're skinny, they may be in that bikini, or you know, they look that doesn't, you know, that doesn't really show. Um, the true health of that person and you know that's spiritual too you know yeah. it's not just physical right so it really goes hand in hand so are there some things that God has revealed to you about eating healthy as you've um, had your your journey with with clean eating over the years um well yeah definitely um I mean you know it's fun when you, you know you look back on the journey how God just like brought things you know ref, you know uh, resources and things to you to, to start bringing truth to you you know and um you know I mean not just in and like I get I say again you know our spiritual and physical it all goes together so you know I love how he's kind of parallel this walk of, of getting healthy and changing uh, the way I look at food and also growing spiritually um you know, we, we're, there's a reference here that you made at First Corinthians ten thirty one. It says, um, "So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all things to the glory of God." And the, the reason we should be healthy um, is because it, it will give us more energy to do things God wants us to do. I mean, really, yeah. isn't that 
shouldn't that really be our focus is, um, you know, what is my purpose in this life? You know, uh, what was I put here for? And, you know, not everybody's, I know for me, a passion of mine is to help people, you know, learn more of health. Um, you know, other people, it's, you know, their ministry is missions, which I love missions too. I feel I'm called there too, but you know, this is something God's really put on my heart. So I feel like he wants to use that and I want to be an open vessel of that. Um, but you know, we also have to be careful, um, you know, that our vanity doesn't take precedence in why we choose to lose weight. Um, you know, if that's the reason, um, you know, so, I mean, some people may want to lose weight, and that's great. I think yeah. you need to have goals. And um, some people may want to build muscle mass, and others may, you know, be struggling with a weak immune system. They just want to be healthier. So, um, you know, but when when it comes to society that we live in, it can easily become about a vanity. Yes. And, um, and we have to be careful of that. But, um, you know, a point made in these scriptures we've been reading, but, you know, when we turn our view of health off ourselves, which would be vanity, I'd say, and see it as an act of service, um, obedience to God and honoring him. It takes a whole new identity, yeah. doesn't it? A whole new purpose, really. Yeah, I think it's another, uh, definitely another source of motivation because you're not doing it just to see your results, but your results, what your results are going to let you do. Yeah. For example, you losing weight, um, you getting um, in better shape. Like you said, if someone who's doing missions, they might be able to go out and service more people, help more people, uh, being more in shape. They will be able to do more things, be more more active during the day versus if they were overweight and they had to kind of stop. They were out of breath sometimes sure. or they had to stop and take medicines or things for their health. Like they probably couldn't do as much as someone who is in shape. And as our, our different callings, um, just being in shape can definitely help us do more with our as far as our time, our, our resources, just giving to people where we can operate from a better place, um, knowing that we're in shape, we don't have to be in constant worrying about our health or other things that might lead to, to stress or things like that. It gives us, as, as us treating our bodies like a vessel to be able to operate from a better better place it gives I us think. freedom you yeah know, it's almost telling you we're gonna you know like say free you know it's, it frees us up you yeah. know to be more of what he wants to, for us to be um you know i just went to honduras and mm -hmm. you know we worked with kids all day i mean you didn't stop you right. know i mean we're climbing mountains and you know it was a very active trip um and you know it was like man i'm glad you know i feel better i could i mean climb this mountain, you know, or yeah. be active with these kids all day, um, playing soccer, you know, I mean, I loved it, but you know, two years ago I'd have been dying out there, you know? <laughs> um, and so, yeah. you know, yeah, it's things like that. God just wants, you know, he wants us to live an abundant life and that's not mm -hmm. about money. That's, that's, it's everything, you know, he wants us to be able to function with our families, um, and, you know, to live a, a, a an abundant life. I think that's definitely a good point to make. Um, you know, in everything, we have a chance to honor God. And how we eat and what we eat is one of those ways for sure, you know, um, be an example to others, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. Um, even if you're not going to Honduras or if you're just going down the street or whatever ministry you're involved, being involved in at your church, being healthy, um, being in shape, eating healthy, it's definitely going to help you out and help you service others to the best of your, your ability. I believe. And that's definitely a good scripture, First Corinthians 10.31. It says to do 
um, whatever you eat, whatever you drink, do it for, for God's glory. And you talk a little bit about what that, that means to you. Um, to me, it just means like uh, whatever you're, you're eating, you just want to take it to account. Okay, is this going to profit my body? There's another scripture that says all things are permissible, yes. but not all things are, are profitable. And there's a lot of foods out there. You just have to turn on TV. You'll see commercials for different things out there from McDonald's to the, the different restaurants. And we have to think, yes, we can eat that, but is it really going to help us? Do we want to? Is it going to be good for us? And we just have to think, like, is this going to, you might not think what you eat is going to bring God glory, but like you said earlier, your body is a vessel and it's a temple. And the Holy Spirit lives in you. Does the Holy Spirit want uh, McDonald's uh, Big Mac in there, in there with it, something that's going to clog your arteries, something that's not going to really help your body? We... You think about even in as far as back the first two people that got created, Adam and Eve, they had a garden. I'm sure they ate pretty healthy. They were able to get all from that garden. They got all the nutrients yeah. that they needed. And we still today we have um, uh, foods here that can still help our bodies. We still have like all the natural foods. We might not have live in a garden like Adam and Eve, but we can go to Publix and get we have our farmer's market. Our yeah, farmer's market are different, yeah. yeah, alternatives out there to get good eating. That's because God provided, he made all this stuff, even in the, in Genesis, he said he saw it and it was good. So if it, it was good for them, it can be good for us. We can <laughs> eat that and um, sustain our bodies. You know, we have options. It's, it's educating ourselves where to find those. And, um, uh, we did that through a small group that we had mm-hmm. where we, you know, helped people, you know, just find resources, where to find good foods, how to prepare them, you know, have fun with it, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, yeah, what you pointed out there in that scripture, it's, you know, what what, what I put in my mouth, will it, is it going to heal me or harm me? Mm-hmm. I think we can always ask that. You know, am I going to drop dead tomorrow and eat a McDonald's meal? No, <laughs> but, you know, if you watch some of those documentaries where, you know, um, Super Size Me, that was really interesting to see mm-hmm. where it was very extreme, but it was where, um, I don't know if you remember that, but this guy, he ate McDonald's for 30 days solid, and it just showed what, you know, scientifically what it did to his body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know a lot of college kids that, you know, that's that that live off the drive-thru. I mean, it's not unusual. I mean, I live that lifestyle being single. I think we all have that We one do. Point. I mean, yeah. it's easy. You know, we're going to come home and cook. And um, it is disciplining ourselves, but, you know, you don't always have to come home and cook, but it's being prepared, yeah. um, you know, planning. And, and that's, again, scriptural, you know, it's planning our life and, um, you know, it's good to have a plan. God expects us to, to do that. So definitely. Yeah, I've definitely been there, especially when you're working around like nine to five and then you have to have, you have a church meeting or uh, with us, I, I teach uh, youth Bible study on Wednesdays. Well, now on, on we've changed our Bible studies to to Tuesdays. But when you have you're so busy trying to find that that time to uh, cook and eat healthy and have, have time to do all that, it can be kind of challenging. But you just have to remember the end end results. And like you said, you won't you won't fall you won't fall and die over one Big Mac. But when you constantly do that over many many days of a week, many weeks, weeks months, and, eight, months and months and years and all that, that builds up. You want to try and just be healthy where you can and establish some type of routine now because you, in the future, especially as you're, you're younger, it's those little things are going to attribute to when you're older. And you definitely want to have Absolutely a better true. quality of life when you're older as well. So 
all of that, you got to think about what you're doing now and how that's going to play into yeah. when you get older. That's absolutely true. You know, in our 20s, we're not thinking about sickness. You know, yeah. we think pretty much we're invincible. And, you know, as you get older in your 30s, you go, oh, that's why my body does that. And, you know, mm -hmm. after your 40s, it's like, okay, you know, you start seeing people getting sick. You know, cancer is more prevalent in yeah. that age. And you're like, wait a minute, you know. And we don't think about these things in our 20s, but that's where it really matters. Those things add up. And so not that it can't be reversed in our later age. But if we can start now, how much healthier we will be. And mm -hmm. prevention is what we're shooting for. Um, and we're not trying to, you know, make it that we can't enjoy life. There's right. so much to enjoy um, out there. It's just, again, changing the way we look at food. You know, you mentioned earlier about growing up, you know, what's in our home. It Really, that's a big influence. Comfort foods, man. Little Debbie Brownies, man. That, is, that was my comfort food, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, mine and too. This, the snack drawer was full right? of little Debbie the snacks. Moon pie, you know, whatever. <laughs> the oatmeal cookie, you know, yeah, all those things. But, you know, now I turn around and I look at the label and I read what's in it. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I don't want to put that in myself, you know. I can make brownies and actually have an amazing recipe, which I'll be glad to post up on um the website that it's um it's there's no dairy mm -hmm. and they're amazing yeah. you know now i'm not talking about low fat you know we are able to have fat in our you know in our diets we should eat fat fat is not bad it's the kinds of fats we eat and and how we eat them that's mm -hmm. what is um is the educated part that that people need to know so um it's just you know teaching people what what is healthy fats and so we can get into that a little bit more um as we talk okay okay and there was a study done that said Christians were the heaviest religious group and another one that said one third of pastors are overweight. Why do you think mm -hmm. this is from a diet perspective? Ooh, it's a touchy subject. <laughs> we're going there. We're going there. We're going there. Yeah. Um, well, you know, as far as um, one of my resources that I that I use now um, is it actually has a good explanation about this um uh the daniel plan uh, it's written by rick warren and uh, he actually wrote the purpose driven life too that's okay. pretty popular but um yeah. which is another great uh, game changer um if you you know if you haven't read it it really can change your life um but uh, this book the daniel plan um it has nothing to do with the daniel fast that's a whole different whole different uh, idea and people are doing that a lot of times people will start their year out like that i think yeah. it's a great idea um it's a great way to focus in on um, you know, just cleaning out and starting the new year with God as a focus. Absolutely. But this is more of not just a temporary fast, but a long term. Okay. So and it's more like a, like a lifestyle change. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's actually, uh, the book, it says 40 days to a healthier life. So it gives you a 40 day kind of, um, guideline, but it's for the long haul. Okay. And, um, cause the Daniel fast is usually about 20, 21, 21 days. days, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then you're back to eating whatever you want. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> the, the premise of the Daniel fast, which I don't want to get off on that so much, but, um, you know, there's, it, it really, it's very wise as to what it's, it's showing you, but it's funny cause people go, Oh, I can't eat anything. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it is very restrictive. Um, because fast can be, you know, but the Daniel plan, um, this book basically is showing you, um, well, it focuses on five essentials, which, um, it basically is faith, friends, fitness, food, and, um, focus. Okay. And, and what it does, it breaks down those topics and just shows you with those five things, how you can live a healthier life. But why I reflect on that in the study that you're talking about is, you know, Rick Warren, he's a very prevalent pastor, um, and you know, he realized he was 
overweight and how he realized that was because so he was one of the third that he was, was one of the third for sure <laughs> and um and he realized his congregation was quite overweight because yeah. this was on a sunday he was baptizing hundreds of people and he's like man i'm fat and that's what he said in his book yeah. and he realized you know we're all struggling here and what was so beautiful about this and motivating is that he went before his congregation said you know what i'm confessing in front of you I'm dealing with something I need to handle here and I need God to help me. Mm -hmm. And he challenged his congregation to join in him with him, this journey of weight loss and, um, 12, over 12,000 members joined with him and they lost, um, over 250,000 pounds together collective. Um, and it's just really inspirational to, to see his congregation speak in this book. But this book is such a great resource for someone that is, you know, they've struggled. They don't know where to start. Um, and a lot of your, um, fitness articles and magazines you read, if you're not careful, you're going to get a lot of fad information. And if you've noticed, if you've lived long enough, if you read these magazines over and over, you're going to see stuff come back around that was a lie last year. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a lot of fad material and I think, and you know, advertisements in there, you know, people pay to advertise. So they're selling their product. And I think it's important to get to good sources um, and get some science behind it so you understand what you're eating. And so the Daniel plan really breaks down a lot of um, the, the foods that we're in contact daily, like our sugar content. That's a big epidemic we're dealing with right now is, is just too much sugar. Yeah. Um, and so it, it shows us like, all the names of sugar so that when you read a label, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize this um, special K health bar I'm eating mm -hmm. actually has five different types of sugar in it. Yeah, that's probably a reason why a lot of people, especially in the church, they might think they're buying something that's low fat and they think it's going to help them get in shape, but it might not be as, as nutritional as they think it is. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the, I mean, uh, you know, when we go into a grocery store, mm -hmm. you know, all these non-fat, you know, now we gluten-free. What are all these, what do these things mean? And that's important that we understand it. We don't just fall into that, oh, gluten's bad for me? Well, not necessarily. Yeah. If you understand it, you know, then that's where you gain knowledge and, and can be a better consumer of food. Um, but uh, the, the book, this, par this book, he partners up with many of some of today's top health promoting doctors and educators to reveal, you know, where faith and food come together and I really feel it's vital um, to take heed of this information so it's definitely one of the tools we'll put on the website to um, you know get your hands on because yeah. actually um, I've led uh, actually four times I've led a small group with this curriculum yeah and oh, wow. it's yeah. been exciting to see I did it with my church yeah. and even today at church one of the girls that was in the group she was saying how um you know, she was uh, just some of the improvements she'd made, and we were talking about her skin. Yeah. And uh, you know, she, she was, we were just kind of all talking, and it was just neat to reflect back. She had seen improvements just from her eating changes. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, we can't just we can't look at food as like just about you know being overweight. It's it's you know our our uh, complexion, you know our skin, um, our immune system. You know, all these things go hand in hand, and we really uh, you know our anxiety levels. I mean, we live in a stressed um, you know, stress society today. And that was an, another point I wanted to make too about this study about one third of pastors being awake. You know, if we look at our pastors and it's one of the most stressful jobs yeah. to have. And a lot of today pastors are doing pastoral work and they have a full-time job on the outside. Um, and so, you know, it's shifted a lot for pastors. Um, 
And, you know, are they taking care of themselves? I mean, I think they need to ask themselves that question. I mean, they're humans just like we are. Yeah. And I think, you know, we have to be careful not to put them on that pedestal. They, they know everything to do right. You know, they're a vessel too, you know, and they're bringing, they're a messenger. And, and that doesn't, you know, I mean, I won't lie. I've gone through seasons where, like, I have a hard time with an overweight pastor preaching at me about, you know what I mean? <laughs> Self-control. Yeah, right? Yeah, things like you know, that. I've, I've found that a little hard. And, um, and you know, so I kind of asked that question. But, you know, again, it, it there's things, you know, we're all on our journey. Yeah. And uh, like Rick Warren, you know, God showed him, was like, if I'm going to make an impact, you know, a big, bigger impact, then I need to change this about my life. So, you know, yeah. it was just a part of his journey. But he impacted you know, thousands now, millions of people because, yeah. you know, uh, this was written, I think, in 2010 and, you know, it's 2016 and for me, it has been a catalyst that has helped me to give it to other people and this year, it's one of my resolutions to help at least four people or more to, to guide them toward health, you know. Yeah, so, it sounds like a ripple effect going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. I, I know we mentioned self-control. That can uh, stop people from, I guess, eating eating healthy they, they might kind of they might feel like they're full and sometimes we kind of keep eating sometimes especially if it's something we really it like good like cookies <laughs> or all, ice cream right? or something that can lead to us um sometimes eating more than we should or just indulging in things especially after a long day you kind of sit in front of the tv and maybe you'll have a like popcorn or something and just kind of mm-hmm. just eating um and not even realize how much how much you're snacking. I think that's a you know that's definitely a mindless eating is something we easily mm-hmm. fall victim to, especially you know again stress comes back to that and understanding some of the science behind that, the hormones that you know yeah. affect where those balanced in us that you know we're able to control those uh, eating habits. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know portion control. Yeah. When we talk about self control. Um, Portion control in America is off the scale. We are just, you know, we supersize everything. And that's not just fast food. I mean, you know, you go to some of these restaurants, um, and not bad-mouthing, but there's one particular restaurant that the portion sizes are ridiculous. And, and, you know, I hear people, oh, they love this place. And, like, yeah, because you've got two meals in one. You know, (laughs) I mean, it's... It, it's enjoyable money. food. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get yeah. to, but hopefully you'll take home half that. Definitely, yeah. You know, I can't say that's my favorite choice because I know those foods aren't the best prepared and, and we, that's a whole nother topic. Maybe we'll get to talk about that later, Bree, is, yeah. you know, uh, where our food comes from and mm-hmm. some of some of the issues there. But, um, you know, yeah, portion control, um, you know, that's something we, we really have to to look at what we're eating and do I really need all that? But, you know, when our bodies are so used to a certain amount, yes. it takes time. And, yeah. and you're going to feel like, man, I'm not full at all. And, you know, the thing is, is especially families, like moms that are feeding boys that are growing, and girls too, for that matter, um, you know, they're always hungry. Um, you know, there's, there's still, you are in control of that. You're in control of how much they eat. And, you know, it's teaching them the right way. So, you know, if they're starving, feed them vegetables. You know, they, they, they need to learn how to eat healthy food because yeah. you can eat a lot of food and, and not gain weight, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard of those 
like free calorie foods. I think it's like the zero calorie foods you can eat. They say it's good to eat as much as you want. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's, and I'd love to find it because um, it is a really neat point, but I may, I may kind of botch it a little bit, but you know, like there's certain vegetables. I mean, you can eat, um, for instance, there's like for a, so- a soda compared to seven cups of broccoli, mm-hmm. you get the same amount of calories. Okay, think about eating seven cups of broccoli. It's a lot of broccoli. It's a lot of broccoli. <laughs> you know, and, or one soda, which yeah. has no nutritional value whatsoever, and you're getting only sugar. Yeah. But you can eat seven cups. I mean, that's like a whole meal. And but you know, you could change that up. Mm-hmm. The fact is that you can eat a lot of food, and I've done that. I've ate like I make these massive kale salads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like kale. But it's good, actually, um, if you know how to prepare, right? And um, but yeah, and, you know, and I, I don't feel guilty at all because mm-hmm. I know what I put in there. Yeah. I know that I'm not adding preservatives, you know, dressings that are that are not good for me. Yeah. Um, and so you know, it kind of makes eating fun when That's you good. when you know yeah. you can eat a lot <laughs> and it's not bad for you. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, again, it comes back to that changing the way you think. You know. Yeah, I'm sure you've definitely had a mindset changes as you you probably I don't know a couple years ago never imagined you'd be eating kale indulging in kale the things I feel guilty say I hate to use the word guilty but the things that I feel like oh you know Laura that was you know are so different from two years ago you know um I mean it wasn't anything for me to go through a drive-thru and get a Big Mac several times in a week yeah. I'm not a Big Mac. I'm sorry. McRib. Okay. Oh, oh, oh it's a McRib. No, okay. The McRib. Thank God it's gone. Oh, thank God it's only two seasons a year. That, but, you know, I yeah. won't lie. Like, when that comes in, this <laughs> temptation. It's not even real meat, you know? And I'm going, why do I just crave that sandwich with pickle and barbecue yeah. sauce? But, you know, it's funny because this year, you know, I didn't fall, I didn't fall into that. Yeah. Um, and, and that, to me, is improvement, you know. Mm-hmm. Can I eat one? Yes. Did I eat one? I sure did. Should I admit <laughs> that? No. But I only ate one versus a lifestyle that like yeah. coming home from work, and that was my habit. Routine, yeah. 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 So, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that I'm perfect, but I do believe eating organics and healthy food is definitely going to add to my life, and it can add to your life, too, you know. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Go and Grow Show. For more shows, please visit www.goandgrowshow.com. We also feature Christian events in Central Florida and around the country. Until next time.